friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, and fans of mystery everywhere, because uh, it's a mystery to me what I'm doing here every time. It's a mystery what I'm going to say next, but it'll be confusing and meandering because it's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. And thanks for making it possible, my patron peeps, uh, patron peeps. And these sponsors are the way I'm able to do this for you for free twice a week when your hand hits that fridge tomorrow. Sleepwithmepodcast.com slash sponsors. Look it up. Thanks. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed. Turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts on your mind, you know, thoughts, things you're thinking about, you know, so thoughts uh, about the past, the present, the future, all, all the, you know, I got all those thoughts. Could be the voice, voice, voiced thoughts, uh, vo- vo- as vociferous. There's like a word like vociferous, uh, and I'm pretty sure a lot of my thoughts are parts of my personality. I don't know what that means exactly, but it sounds when I see that word as a sight word, could never spell it, barely pronounce it. But doesn't that look like a, a somewhat like a word you'd say? You'd cross the street, you'd say, oh no. You look like a, not, I'm not saying like you're a junk word, like a, like you're a junkyard word. Like if words could defend a junkyard, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to demean you vociferous, if that's what you mean. I'm just saying I would keep my eye on you. Well, I wouldn't, I'd say I don't, I would lower my eyes. I guess I'm saying like, uh, there's most of the time I'm not a super, like, like, yeah, but, uh, cause I think I'm my thoughts. So if it's thoughts keeping you awake, it could be thoughts about my grammar. It could be thoughts about Kelsey grammar. But it could also be thoughts about the stuff, like louder thoughts or quiet thoughts. Uh, like I have quiet thoughts that it can be just, I say, oh, boy, tomorrow. You know, there's those ones, too. They say, oh, boy, you did it now. That's my, that's my voice off of the look on my na- my internal Nana's. Oh, boy, you did it now. Nana's going to give it to you now. She's one of my vociferous thoughts, if I didn't know how to word, use that word. So it could be thoughts, it could be feelings related to those thoughts or to something else. Uh, something going on or feelings that are just there. It could be physical sensations, changes in your time, your temperature, your routine. You could have something coming up. You could have someone coming to visit. You could have uh, something going on. Whatever it is... Uh, uh, I'm here to help and to keep you company and to take your mind off of stuff. So whatever is keeping you awake, that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to be your friend in the deep, dark night, your boar friend, if you will, if you'll have me. And the way I do it is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. Oh, so creaky are my dulcet tones. That means my voice is not perfect, not traditionally soothing. It's uh, not beloved. It's tolerant. You say, that's a voice I could tolerate. That's a voice I could get used to not listen to. 
That's a voice that's better than tolerable, but I wouldn't call it melodious. It does have some melody, but it's not melodious. And I'd say, wow, yeah, that's my voice. Uh, uh, oh, so creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders and superfluous tangents. What's that? What that means, I'm going to go off topic. I'm going to get mixed up. Then I'm going to circle back and forget what I said. Then I'll try to get back to what I said. Then I'll remember something else. Kind of like you've seen so far. Like I'll try, I'll look at a word. I do have dyslexia, so that makes it like I'm better with sight words. Like vociferous, it looks like it has, it has ciferous, which usually I'm trying to think of good things that have like a ciferous in there. And then voiciferous or something. That looks like it's related to voice. I'm not even sure other words. Cruciferous vegetables are good for you. So I guess there you go. I'm already wrong. That's a pointless meander. I think probably every day, you know, holy Michael, somebody call Michael Pollan. Finally, Michael Pollan has a chance to roll, like uh, another chance to roll their eyes at us because. I said, what, what, what good could come of ciferous? And I said, well, vociferous, because you don't know how the actual definition, but cruciferous vegetables, it may be a different thing. Would you believe I took four semesters of Latin? I never scored higher than a D, maybe a C, but, but uh, cifer- cruciferous vegetables are well known to have uh, great properties for you. You know who loves cruciferous vegetables? My dog, Koa. And make sure to cook them, though, because the, the gas comes when they're not properly cooked. You you give them a little steam, a little boil, a little bake. Co prefers her vegetables boiled or steamed. She will eat them raw. But then, you know, that, uh, so, um, what was I talking? Oh, pointless meander. I didn't even plan on giving you an example of that, but I did. So I'm going to go off topic. I'm going to get mixed up. It's all to keep you company so that you could fall asleep. Welcome if you're new. And if you're a regular listener, I'm so glad you're here. Uh, I'm, I'm glad because uh, I appreciate your time. Now, if you're new or if you're a regular listener and you need a reminder, I'm here to help you uh, or to help you in the deep, dark night. Because one, I know how it feels. I'm tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. I've dealt with all of that stuff. And it's not easy getting to bed, you know, for me and I think a lot of other listeners. So if I can help, I'm really honored to, to do so. Uh, the other reason I want to help is because if you get the rest you need, your life will be more manageable. And that is important to me. Because if your life is more manageable, you could be out there, you know, it's not, it's tough. Like I know what it's like to dread bedtime and to be tired during the day. So if I can help with that, it's important because it means your life's going to be better. It's going to improve. You'll be in a position to flourish. And our world will be a better place because your world's a better place. That is important. As much as people want to brush it off or, you know, whatever vociferous parts of us. uh, Are there vociferous plants? I don't think so. But uh, there could, I mean, if there are, like they had a musical. Yeah, there was because there was a musical about them plant shop that didn't things that didn't go well at the plant shop it was called but not for plants things the little plant shop where things went well they didn't go well but they didn't not go well for the plants they didn't go well for like i don't know because i don't know 
because I don't know if I paid attention or guys, the whole concept of the musical when I saw it, when I was a lad, little pet, it's not a pet shop either. It's a plant shop. Uh, Oh, like, yeah, Audrey two or something. I don't know what happened to Audrey one. I don't know. I also don't know what the definition of vociferous is. Oh, I'm doing a sleep podcast intro. Oh, I'm in the middle of it. So, oh, so I'm glad I'm here to take, <laughs> I'm here to help. But this podcast is not for everybody uh, because it's just different. It's very different. But for the people that listen to it, and I'm not kidding, I'm not exaggerating. I think I've heard this a million times. It took two or three times for me to get used to the podcast. And those are only the people that stuck around for two or three times. So see how it goes for you. If it doesn't work, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you has other sleep podcasts and sleepy audio. So give it a try and just see how it goes. I really hope it can help you. But it is an acquired taste. I'm just very different. And this show is different than most expectations because, one, it's a podcast you don't really listen to. You just kind of barely listen. You just kind of barely pay attention. Or a listen in the background and you go, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So it's uh, more of a background podcast thing. But you can listen. And I don't also put you to sleep. I'm here to keep you company. It's like while you fall asleep or, or if you're awake and you can't sleep, I'm here to fill the same role. I'm here to be a barely entertaining person to keep you company in the deep, dark night. Your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar cuz, your boar sib, your boar bestie, your neighbor, your boar burr. Your boar bud, your boar bra, whatever it is, I'm here to keep you company so that you can fall asleep or just relax. There's a percentage of people that can't sleep. I'm here to the very end if you can't sleep or if you need a break during the day. You need to take a nap or you just need some downtime or you need to watch paint dry or do some coding or put a coat of paint on. How come people don't say I'm doing some coding with paint? I'm not painting, I'm coding the wall with paint, uh, and I'm being vociferous, vociferously. Well, I mean, maybe Audrey too could have done that. I don't know. I mean, it was a puppet anyway, I think. Spoiler. Wasn't a real, spoiler. It wasn't a real plant. It was imagined. That was an imaginary story because the plant, no, you know how I knew that plant had lipstick. I think that was the first giveaway. Because he said, why would a plant have lipstick on it? I mean, dramatically, make me giggle and make me think about kissing it, which wasn't a good idea. I've kissed plants before. I've talked about it. It's probably been 500 episodes since, uh, but I have kissed a plant before more than once on the leaf, not on the roots or anything weird. And it wasn't poison ivy or poison oak because uh, I just kiss house plants lightly not just a peck i'm not making out with plants holy mackerel i thought this was an intro to a sleep podcast not one of those uh one of my trips many trips to northern europe to be studied they said tell us more about this plant kissing it's okay i understand and they see well how come there's a team of 40 scientists taking notes if you understand and they they make faces like they've never heard this before and then they confer among one another like uh, they haven't heard it before. And they ask questions. You know, they say, wait a second, point of inquiry. Was it a closed mouth kiss? Point of it, another point of inquiry. What was in your mind while you were kissing the plant? Uh, so, yeah, I'll be back. Don't worry, Northern Europe. Uh, 
I'll be back one day, you know, for, for, you know, when you pay me and, and when, like when it's all, you know, yeah. When, when you send, uh, I'd prefer, can I get it? Can you, can I take a G six or something over there? I tell you what, you can, I'll do some tests on the plane too. Okay. Where was that? Oh, this podcast is not for everybody. Also, uh, so it's a podcast. It doesn't put you to sleep. It doesn't really, uh, it takes your mind off of stuff. You don't really, ba- you barely listen to it. What else? Give us more good news. Oh, it's different structurally than most podcasts. Starts off with a greeting. Uh, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. And I say something silly after that. So that you feel welcome and seen. And you say, this might be a place I could check out. And I may feel comfortable here. I'm willing to see. So that's the greeting. Then there's support. So the show can come out twice a week for free. And that's from our sponsors and the people that support the show. Then there's support for the listeners of the show, supports for the community around the show. And that ends. And then there's an intro, which I think we're probably like 12 minutes into. And some people that don't like the podcast or the fact that it has to have support uh, don't lump the intro in with the support. But really, the intro is a show within a show where I try to describe what the podcast is unsuccessfully because uh, I've never been successful. But the intro also is a way to ease you into bedtime. A lot of listeners are getting ready for bed or getting comfortable or doing other some other wind-down activity. So that's what the intro does. It, it, it eases you into bedtime uh, because having a wind-down routine is the one thing I've discovered that works. There is a small percentage of people that are asleep. We're happy for them. There's a small percentage of people that skip the intro and there's people that listen in different ways on Patreon, like all night or story only or intro only. But for the most part, the intro is your chance to get ready for bed and to unwind. And that's what the intro does. And that's how I do my bedtime for the most part. Then there's support again between the intro and the story. Uh, again, because the goal of the podcast is to be free on any podcast app you want uh, and come out twice a week. And paying for it is optional in that case. Uh, and then there's a story. Tonight we'll be returning to our new, a series, uh, season three. Uh, I guess it's kind of season three. A return to Nuns in Space and Stan and Scooter. So that's something anticipated by some and slept through by many. Anticipated by few. Boldly go where few people listen and fall, you know, most people are asleep, and that's great. Uh, boldly, vociferously, mired in misunderstanding. Nuns in space, maybe. I don't know. I'll let Antonio Banderas handle that. But that's it. And then the show ends with some thank yous, uh, because we we really exist because of the support of the listeners. And, yeah, that's that's the structure show, the reason I make the show. I'm glad you're here. I work really hard. I yearn and I strive, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Thanks again for coming by. And here's a couple of ways I'm able to be here for you free twice a week. All right, buddy, it's time for a return to our episodically modular series. Somewhere out in space are the nuns of my childhood. And somewhere out there is a man named Scooter and his best friend and sidekick, a sentient soda machine, freestyle soda machine. Free and styling that soda machine named Stan. And it's been a while since we've seen them. 
So I really don't know what other information. Once upon a time, I don't know. This one's kind of a like a. It, it, I don't think I need a ton of setup right now. But uh, somewhere, somewhere in time and space, outer space. Well, huh? Interesting. Somewhere in time and space, there's uh, those characters, uh, the nuns from my childhood, uh, sentient soda machine. Not even sentient. Uh, that doesn't do a, a, a wonderful, amazing uh, freestyle soda machine. But so much more than that, a being. Who's be, who's being who's constru, whose construction whose physical form is as a freestyle soda machine? Uh, named Stan and his sidekick Scooter. Uh, and this is uh, another episode of our Hollywood announcer here to set it up. All the way, you know, you know, Antonio's also helping out with those. Uh, uh, hygiene kits now. If you want to join us, uh, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash midnight mission. Uh, but yeah, he brings he brings the high. I tell him not to say hi when he gets here because I say it might be recording. You see, could you just greet, other than when I get on the mic, because I want that to be fresh, could you just greet me when you, um, like later or something? So, without further ado, our Hollywood announcer, Mr. Antonio Banderas. Uh, thank you, uh, the friends beyond the binary. The ladies, the gentlemen, the boys and girls. It's time for Nuns in Space. Spacey. That was spacey and spicy. I feel a little spacey after that, uh, especially when you kicked your hair back uh, or whatever you did. Made me feel like I was flying through space. I wish I could do that. That's Mr. Antonio Banderas, and this is Nuns in Space. Scooter, Scooter, where are you? Oh, dear, dear pen pal. Scooter, I'm in a tower. I'm wondering where you are. I'm recording this pen pal for Scooter, but I'm I'm also broadcasting it because I'm I'm not with Scooter or anyone. I'm at the top of a tower, like you would see in many movies. Though it has other, it doesn't have just one way to look out of the tower. It's a castle. It's a tower. Like it's more mod. Well. I'm just missing Scooter. I actually need some help. Like, uh, I'm in a situation. I don't need immediate help, but I could use your help, Scooter, if you're hearing this. I am uh, living in a tower. I can't leave the tower, though I can go on different levels and look out. And then, then there's also a, a one of those big rooms like you see. Even no one seems these aren't uh, this isn't on Earth. So that's one thing you should know but I'll use Earth-like terms since I know you're Earthling. But you know castles uh, from movies, they have the greeting hall. This tower has greeting hall downstairs, which I guess is probably not part of the tower, but I can't go outside of the greeting hall. I can't leave the tower facility, the castle, but I don't have, like, free range of the castle. But I can also go out on different levels of the tower, and there's a kingdom here within the castle grounds with people. Uh, they're not earthlings, but what you could just assume that they're earthlings. Uh, 
they're, uh, br- I think they 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 call themselves br- 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 Branians, uh, like Bran, not Bran from that medieval movie show. I th- like Branians, uh, and I'm here and I have to, 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 um, something's not right. And I can't remember how I got here and Scooter's not here, but I remember Scooter. I remember everything, uh, a lot of stuff, uh, but I don't remember what happened before I got here, but I know it's like my memory's been wiped or something. And I know something here is not right where I am. So there's all these people. I'll explain it. I don't know how to explain it. That's why I wish Scooter was here to misexplain it so then I could correct him. It would be much easier. Oh, my oh, pen pal. What if you don't remember? I'm Stan. I'm, uh, I'm a boy, but I'm, I feel like a teen or maybe even a little bit older. But if you saw me... And you're somebody else's pen pal. You're getting, or you're somewhere in the universe. If you know who Scooter is, he he may be also referred to as a bumbler. He probably has some sort of drink or toothpaste on his clothing. You've probably heard of him. I don't know if you've heard of me. I'm Stan, freestyle soda machine. That's what they call me. Uh, Scooter's my best friend, uh, though I don't know where he is. But I could use him, like I said, because there's stuff going on here. And I have to give out all these these sashes. So these people wear sashes. This you might understand on Earth. And the sash says, uh, most, uh, smi- sm- I don't know, most improved smile. That was the one I gave out earlier. But they have to be legitimately given out. So they have smiling. One thing you should know, all over the universe, they're smiling or some form of it. Uh, because it doesn't just represent your mouth uh, and your teeth like a human would think, but you know what I mean. Uh, there's a song about it, a song kind of, there's some, when you're smiling or whatever. So that's where I'm at, and, and it doesn't seem to be helping the, I don't know, I can't explain it. And I got to go, pen pal, because they need me. I got another. These have to be real sashes. I can't just make something up and say, uh, most interesting question. And something else happens. So there's something else at work on this planet. And things don't seem to be going well in the sense that uh, I know I'm not just here to give out sashes, but I've been giving out sashes as long as I can remember. Don't know, not everything's, my systems are, I've been doing like uh, diagnostics. Uh, Nothing seems to be wrong with me, but we know that's not true. I don't think I'm in a cloud of, like, I feel there's something delusional here, but I don't think we're in the cloud of delusion, which you probably don't even know what I'm talking about, pen pal, but I'm Stan, I could be your friend, couldn't be your best friend I mean, though, Scooter may not be my best friend if he doesn't get over here and help me. And you may detect it in my voice. I'm not smiling. And my smile is not improving. I mean, I think things are going to be okay. I trust my best friend will be here to help me. But I, you know, so, like, maybe I'll just say Scooter five times and then I'll take, and then I'm going to take a rest and then I'll go deal with these other sashes. Scooter. Scooter. Scooter, Scooter, Stan, can't you, 
I just have Stan, why, like, uh, why are you trying to wake? Is, is why are you trying to wake me up, Stan? Because I was just having a dream, and it was going really good. And uh, I had someone in my arms. It wasn't used. Wait, sis, sis, sister Mary Ellen, what are you doing? Why are you waking me up? Uh, hi, hi, sister. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, I forgot. Sorry. Uh, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Uh, thank you for waking me. What is, oh, that there's, yeah, there seems to be, that seems to be some sort of, uh, alert going off. Uh, I would say like the, like the sweet sounds of a siren singing and that's pretty, yeah, I can understand sister. So you're all upset. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm no, I know I'm, I know I'm the enlisted person on this ship. I realize that. Thank you, sister. Uh, in none of the readouts. Okay. I'm going to the bridge with you. Yes, sister. Oh yes. I'll clean up. I'll make my bed after, since this is a, like very important, important enough for me to wake up, uh, from my one rest. Okay, sister. So, oh, hello. Uh, 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 reporting for duty here. Uh, uh, scooter, uh, so enlisted. I don't even, I don't even know what a list. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm listening. Okay, so there's so there's an alert or a siren, a siren singing somewhere on the ship. Uh, it, it's going through all the speakers, but it's not showing up in any of the computers. You know, I used to have. Well, don't you think? Do we have a uh, ship's computer we could talk to or interface with, or some other uh, digital-based being? Oh, you don't believe in those things. Okay. Um, Okay, well, I'm gonna head down to like the you know the the place in the ship with uh with all the wires and the steam and stuff, and I'll I'll get to the bottom of it. I'll shut this siren. Oh, you know what I could do? There's no. Okay, so there's no. It's actually I like this. Uh, so I'm gonna go in the next. So those are all in the storage closets, which you can also access from the storage uh, utility corridors. Thank you, sister. You're right. I didn't know what I was talking about. Utility corridors. Thank you, sister. Thank you for letting me know. I will go in the utility corridors since that's where the speakers that seem to be generating the sound is. Maybe. And look at it. I'm going to go. Oh, I still have my comforter around me. What I'll try to do is muffle the sounds initially, and then I'll try to get to the bottom of it. Because I can tell by the um, the furrows in your brow that uh, you're not happy about this noise. So I'll get right to it. Luckily, um... Yeah, no. Okay, thank you. Okay, I'm going in the utility corridor here, shutting the door. Hey, pen pal, I have this thing on recording most of the time now. Because I was trying to record my dreams. Um, I think I was having a dream. I don't think I, I was having a good dream. And, but then I was having a dream that Stan was trying to wake me up, but, um, or calling to me over and over again. And uh, this looks like it's recording. I've been trying to get it to work. There must've been something, I don't know if it's something about the sirens. Uh, before that, I couldn't get the mic to pick anything up. Um, but yeah, according to this, we're recording. So I hope I'm, I can listen back to this pen pal and then send it out to you. But, uh, so I'm on, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm trying to find out. So I'm on a ship, uh, we'll get to that stuff, but there's, so there's, there's these, uh, 
They don't have speakers. Interesting, they use the uh, mechanisms of the ship. So I'm trying to muffle where it's sending out the vibrations. I can't shove anything. This ship is really well made. So the sisters, so the sisters I refer to, pen pal, just in case you're not, because uh, we're in a bit of a loop-de-loop here. I'm the only one that's aware of it, and you know how I remember stuff. Uh, but we're in a loop-de-loop that I'll try to f- fill you in on step-by-step. Step. It's, it's still making noise. Hold on, pen pal, let me go out of this. Uh, hello, sisters, uh, reporting for duty. Uh Scooter on the bridge. Sorry, I'm supposed to say that before. I'm still learning. It doesn't, by the way, pen pal, it doesn't matter if I learn. It's the first, it's always the first time when we go through one of these loop to loops, which we seem to be at the beginning of. And I don't remember the last loop to loop, but I know where. Oh, oh, sorry, sister. I was just muttering to myself uh, how grateful I am. So I did try to muffle this. So they remember this part, pen pal. Oh, nothing. I was saying um, I wanted to make sure I phrased my words correctly, sister. Sisters, yes. Uh, so they tried to muffle those. There's not speakers on the ship. It is. Uh, I'm still familiarizing. Yes, I am. I know. I realize uh, my competency. I have been trying to study the schematics, sister. You're, yes. And uh, but I'm not. Um, I'm the only person on this ship. Uh, and I'm not quite, I'm still learning. Okay, yes, well, I can hear your voice. I can hear you loud and clear right over those sirens. Believe it or not, your projection is excellent. So, I, like, uh, I, whoever built this ship was very good, sisters. So you really got yourself a winner here. So there aren't speakers on this ship. There's some sort of a device that causes different... Um, girders and, and not girdles. No, sister, I did not say anything about a girdle. It causes vibration. It uses the ship itself as a speaker. So that's why the siren, but I tried to like muffle the vibrate, the thing that's vibrating. There's three of them that I found. And I don't know how many more there are, but I should probably figure, I'm going to try to f- figure out, I've never, I don't know. It would be great if you had a ship's computer. I mean, I realize you're using computer systems, but something that can, there should be some sort of alert, even without a main sentient computer or Android or whatever it is you're against. But nothing's coming up, you're saying. So as far as you could tell, oh, it's my job. Okay. So I'm going to, I guess I'm going to go down to the, um, take the utility corridors down to the uh, engine room engineering area and try to get to the bottom of this i'm on top i mean i'm not on top of it but i'll be back i'll be so if you need me so oh one question i guess a point of clarification how's everything in the ship handling good okay so everything's proceeding as normal there's just an alert okay i'll see you all in a bit uh and you know i i realize that even muffled it's quite a do you want to try to, you could put in some, um, maybe here's an idea uh, here. Um, let's see, there's a, there's a, is there a util? there's a linen closet right down this hall. I'll be, I'm going to grab some linens. Uh, I think if you take these washcloths and put them under your habits, uh, it'll also help your ears. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. 
Oh, you know what, though? We still have, okay, here's some earmuffs. It won't block out the sound, but it'll muffle them. Good thing we had these earmuffs in the, um, you know, it gets cold in space. Sister, did you ever hear Mars isn't a place to raise, to maybe, I don't know if they teach kids on Mars, uh, cause it, but it's so cold. Okay, I'll get back to work right away. Thank you. Reporting, scooter leaving bridge. Okay, so pen pal, I'm back in the utility corridor. I'm headed down to the engineering area, which is connected to the, the engine room. I don't know. I barely know what I'm doing. Also, it's really hard to read the ship's schematics and stuff, uh, but you may detect I'm not really worried about it because uh, of the loop-to-loop. Uh, so I don't know where to start, pen pal. So I'm the only... I'm on a ship with the nuns from my childhood, a spaceship, okay? I don't know, like, as far as I could tell, these are the real nuns from my childhood, which some would say is impossible, but this situation is very dreamlike and impossible, but I'm pretty sure real. So if you take this as real, pen pal, everything I say, and then you say it's not real. So then you could explain it yourself. But I'm going to explain it just like it's real, even though it's very out there. All this is true as far as I know. And, you know, I have a sensitivity to delusion. So don't worry. There's some delusion I have. Am I going to get through, am I going to get through this uh, every time? And, you know, I have a lot of delusion, but those are my own. I don't have any externally generated delusions. All my delusions right now are internally generated. So yes, this could all be one grand delusion, but it, I do, I believe this is real. So I'm going to lay out what I think is real because some of it, I don't even no, I don't understand it all either. So that's what makes me think if I was delusional, I'd think I knew what I was doing and it'd be okay. But I'd also probably be more worried. And so I'm somewhat calm and I'm doing my best, so maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm in the right delusion. Okay, so I'm on a spaceship with the nuns from my childhood. We've been there before. I'm Scooter. I, I'm the only enlisted person on this ship. Uh, I work for the nuns. This is their spaceship, and it is the one they were searching for. And I don't, so there is some missing pieces. I don't remember helping them find the ship or enlisting to become their sole crew member. Uh, but that's where it, things get more and more interesting because you may be pen. If you're my original pen pal, uh, you might be wondering, where's my best friend Stan first in command or my commanding who I wish was my commanding officer, uh, freestyle soda machine, best friend child uh, who became a teen. Who's really kind of like a m maturing adult. I'd say where's Stan and why, where's the ship, uh, where are we going, and all that stuff. So I'm going to set it up all for you, pen pal, but I'm trying to figure out where these, uh, what this alarm is going for, this alerts, and I'm following the wires. So I guess I'll keep talking because they're going around and doing wiry stuff, uh, but they're like speaker wires, so I can, don't worry, I put on gloves too, pen pal. Okay, so like I said, we're in a loop-to-loop, -loop, which means at some point I become aware, like I wake up uh, like I did from the dream. 
and I'm at the beginning of the loop. I'm aware of that, uh, but I'm not aware of what the last loop was, how the last loop in ended. But I do know we've been in other loops before. This is not actually a loop because I'm pretty, pretty sure every time it's different. Some of that means I just have a sense of that. Uh, now, this is where things get weird. So the nuns have no memory of the loop, uh, but they're they're not in a static place. They believe we're on the ship, we're looking for, um, we're headed somewhere uh, to, 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 to deal with whoever took their ship initially. So they're very focused on flying the ship, and the ship does seem to be in outer space or uh, space, uh, traveling through space. And I was never one for navigation, but like looking at the navigation and stuff on the ship, it does seem to be that they're going, I don't know, that that all seems real to them. And in some sense, it seems real to me. But I also know what I do remember, and you got you may want to sit down for this one, pen pal. Uh, I believe we're inside of Stan, and we're in some sort of cosmic area. I, w- I would say we're probably in some sort of magical gemstone in, inside of Stan that has, you know, that's, uh, and you might say, I'm sorry, what? Uh, and it's a, yeah, no, it's a reach, but it could be like, it could, this could all be a simulation. If it is, uh, I don't know what to tell you, pen pal. Hopefully you're getting these messages and it means something to you. And that means that's good. Uh, even though it's probably not great for me, but you could just think of me fondly, maybe get me back to that dream. Cause I, you know, I had a connection in the dream to somebody. So, okay. So, so the nuns, uh, I'm on a spaceship with the nuns traveling through space. Uh, what seems to be a cosmic outer space, but was, is really a space within Stan, which would be impossible except for the fact that what is ever happening with this loop, Stan has uh, cosmic powers or superpowers or a divinity, like, a, what are those things called? Demigod-like powers. Uh, Stan is unaware of those powers. Even though we're within Stan somewhere or on him, I don't know because I don't really remember. Uh, Stan does not know we're inside him. Even if he's also caught in the loop in the same way the nuns are, it restarts from. I, I'm pretty sure he remembers vaguely. I know he has a sense of unease, which uh, maybe he inherited from me. But he doesn't have like any. He doesn't retain. He, you know, Stan will catch up. I think. But so Stan, this is somewhere. Basically, I have to get from the ship to Stan. I don't remember how I did that last time. I just know I have to do it. And then Stan is somewhere in a real place, and he's grappling with delusion. Like, Stan's on a mission. His I don't know what his godlike powers are. They seem like they're different every time. At least that's my general sense. But he's supposed to use his godlike powers to help the people deal with the delusion wherever he is, or help the planets, or help the universe. I think I wrote some of this down. Let me see. I'm enlisted. Oh, it's kind of like being stuck in a dream. I can't leave the ship. Uh, Stan needs my help. I have to find out how to get to him. 
So it's it's a little bit like I don't know if you know Meow Wolf is a pen pal if they still have that uh, if that's still a thing like their their installation stayed up. Uh, I mean they lasted for thousands of years in my history, but it's kind of like that. Like uh, how I get to Stan is like I got to find it, uh, but it, it's a little bit more surreal. But well, you say that's not possible. But it's like if you went to if they said, "Hey, do whatever you want." The the meow wolf just said, "You and your your uh, the person you're with, uh, you got free reign at this uh, installation for the next ten hours." But only one thing in this whole installation leads you to where you want to go. And by the way, you have to go there, and then you have to help your best friend solve a bigger problem, which is also all this is probably beyond your understanding. I'd say, well, what's my motivation then, Meow Wolf, or whoever's uh, presenting this? And they say, well, you could, well, yeah, your motivation's easy. You're also stuck on a ship with the nuns from your childhood. You're vaguely aware that the ship is going nowhere, probably. And you work for them, and you're an enlisted person. And also, did I mention they're the nuns from your childhood? And there's really, you know, oh, okay, no problem. I'll deal with it then. <laughs> Say no more. Uh, also, it seems to be a perpetual loop, but it probably isn't. So eventually you'll be able to go. You just got to get to the bottom of that one, too. And I say, okay, so that's it, pen pal. Um, Stan has, and you might say, well, okay, probably a simulation or a delusion. What, Stan's powers could just be nanobots, right? The, and I say, they could be. Like if you had, uh, like, yeah, a power of a nanobot swarm that uses your arms and your legs, that at this point is fully integrated in Stan. So he doesn't even, it doesn't look like it, but he does have it. He doesn't even know that anymore. And a lot of times he's not really mobile. Okay, these wires end. I guess this is a thing. Like, it's like, it must be the siren is calling me because these wires are not going anywhere because I'm back. uh, Oh, man. So, I don't know. But, yeah, so, okay, so basically that's what's happening. We keep appearing in worlds that need Stan's help. Stan needs my help. And again, you say, there's your first uh, pure delusion. I say, well, Stan could use some help. How about that? Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure, I mean, I have a theory. It's pretty straightforward. The delusion is spread throughout the universe, lands on a planet or in a, in a, in, in a galaxy and causes a bunch of havoc. We got to get the delusion, the chunk of delusion out of there. I can't tell if... Uh, why we have to do it in this particular manner, but that's the pro. I'm finally living a process-based existence, pen pal, not voluntarily and mostly alone in the sense uh, that I only briefly get to see my best friend. He doesn't, he knows who I am, but he doesn't know everything that's going on. Normally I'm late to help him. And then I get to come back. So, yeah, it's live, I'm living a process based, uh, not a dream, but uh, I wish it was a I wish it was, yeah, I wish it was a dream. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, okay, so these things, you know what I'm thinking, pen pal, is uh, so the ship is vibrating from this alert. Uh, 
and maybe instead of muffling it, uh, like, so there's these girders back here. Like, I think I just, like, uh, I'm going to hold on to this thing and press my face against it. It's not a super, it's like a, like a humming vibration, more powerful than that. If I just get, if I let the vibra- if I let myself be vibrated, is this what vibranium is? Wasn't that one of the things on, uh, one of those movies? But I think that's everything you need to know, Pen Pal. Probably, hopefully, the next time I'm going to keep recording. Um, but I'm going to hold on to this. Uh, hopefully, Stan's recording too. Oh, wait, I got to check in with the nuns. But let me see if I do it just for a second. But I'm pretty sure. Oh, wait a second. What if I. Uh, you, know, you know what I need to do to help the sisters? Because they think that's another part of this that I just remembered. Is. Uh, I have to actually increase the, so I'm demuffling the vibration. Let me follow those back because there was a couple of switches. Oh, wait a second. So if I turn this on, the whole ship is going to vibrate. Uh, and I think that'll be something because before, in, oh yeah, look at this, uh, steady pulse. Uh, it was set to alert. Uh, I didn't even know, should have read, read the instructions, you know? So right now, Whatever this is, it's just, it was sending out an alert. I was using some of the loose, loose bolts on the ship to make that siren sound. But if I set it to steady pulse, then a whole ship will vibrate. I think once, once it's vibrating, the sisters won't even know. So I'm going to check that. And then I'll lie to, I, then I can just lie down on the floor. I didn't, wasn't looking forward to holding my head against a girder. Well, no, I'll hug a girder. You know, you know, pen pal, you would like that. Oh, so, okay. Hey, sisters, how's that? How's, I, I dealt with that uh, siren. Oh, yeah. Scooter on, scooter on, scooter, scooter on, scooter on deck, on bridge. Uh, yes, sisters. So the siren, the, the alert is dealt with. Uh, oh, you know what it was, sister? Oh, yeah, I'll get the cap, the D-U-N-C-E cap. Yes, sister, it was. I did not read the uh, switches, uh, so a switch was malfunctioning. I was malfunctioning using a switch. User error. Okay, yeah, now I'll go swab. Of course, swab in the deck is my middle name. Which particular, oh, you like to say that because there's no deck outside because space is a vacuum. But, yeah, no, I'll go swab the bathroom decks. I get it, uh. Um, I'll see you soon, sisters. Oh, Scooter leaving uh, with his cap, uh, leaving. Uh, no, don't worry. I got a chalkboard in my room. My whole room is a chalkboard. Remember all the walls and the ceiling and the floor? Luckily, I have a ventilation system. But, yeah, don't worry. I'll, I'll write that on user error. You read the switch. That's what it was, sister. You're right. You know what I learned from all of you sisters is to take a pause, a uh, pause when uh, I have strong feelings, and uh, I, I'm so grateful for that. Uh, and this is another chance for me to remember to just pause when, uh, because if I didn't learn that from you, I don't even remember pausing. That's how good you are, sisters. That's how this uh, integrated learning where I just keep writing it over and over. User error? Okay, I'll do that later. Hopefully I'll dream about, uh, thank you, sisters, uh, leaving, leaving the bridge. Scooter, leaving the bridge. Uh, thank you. Okay, so now I've to- I guess I'm going to lie down here. Oh, no, I'll hug a girder.
I'm hugging. I'm I'm gonna um fully embrace it like I'm like I'm with a tree. My legs are wrapped around it. My arms are wrapped around it. Oh yeah, and I can hear. You know, it sounds like Stan is calling me. Scooter, Scooter, you're here hugging me. Yeah. Oh, say, Stan. Sorry, uh, Scooter. Where you been? Stan, I've been trying to get here to help, uh, and uh, I just uh, I got sidetracked. Sorry about. I'm so sorry. I'm late, Stan. Scooter, I've been well. I've been concerned that you weren't going to come. So let's get Scooter. Can I tell you what's going on? Sure, Stan. Go ahead, Scooter. We're short on. We're we're having a sash shortage, and uh, we're short on sashes. And the, so we're in a castle, Scooter. Look out over there. That's the. This is the. Everybody lives here within the castle, within the kingdom, I guess. Within the castle walls, Stan. So is this? But it's. What are the? What are those? Are the people, Scooter? I know the difference. Uh, yeah, they have uh, the, 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 they have wheels. It's, it's, I know, but they don't. You really use their wheels other than a wheel around. I mean, they look like wheels, Scooter, but those are their. It's part of their bodies. They're not machines. Okay, let me just focus. What are these people called? The bra- They're Branians, Scooter. Okay. And you have a sash shortage, a shortage of sashes. Scooter, we do. I'm, I'm proud of you for being able to. So, uh, Scooter, I should back up. Uh, it, I'm, I'm a little confused, but I know that I got at some point. There was a lot of trouble here. That's why there's a castle and everybody lives in the castle walls. But there used to be other castles and these people were all uh, uh, like Brutus. You know, remember Brutus? That's like a nickname, right? Or Bluto, Bluto. Okay, I got you. Even though these are different than humans, they behaved in a human scooter. Yeah, they're uh, sentient beings. Uh, okay, and they have consciousness and all that. Scooter just like me now, right? Uh, right, Stan. You're doing, by the way, you're doing great. I'm sorry I'm late, but it seems like you've been doing the best job you could, which is pretty darn good. Oh, Scooter, you'll be proud of me then. So, Scooter, what I found out was that, uh, that yeah, there was a bunch of groups they didn't all get along because they all wanted, uh, I guess, a deep down, like kind of like I learned from you, they wanted to be seen for something special. They wanted to be seen and say, hey, you're doing a good job. But they couldn't see that. All they could see is that it made them grouchy or they say, I'm going to go do this thing and it'll get me, it'll help me feel that way. And they were very focused on, uh, like parts of you, Scooter, sometimes that are like, now, me feel now and do this. Okay, so that caused a lot of chaos in this world. Sure, Scooter, strong disagreement, dance-offs, big farm visits. Okay, that doesn't sound great. Wasn't, Scooter. When I got here, it was not great. It was bleak. Uh, okay, and then what happened? Well, Scooter, I tried to talk to them and reason with them, and all it didn't work. Okay, and then what happened? Scooter, eventually I stumbled upon this idea. I don't remember when, because some of it, again, is not clear. I think it was like a, you remember the ticker, magical ticker tape machine you were telling me about? Yeah, I do, Stan. 
Well, I got so mad, but I didn't want to, you know, with these, I was frustrated, Scooter. I was having strong, strong feelings. Also, by the way, Scooter, I found some of the um, wheeled-based beings um, attractive. Well, that's good, Stan. That's good. It was, it was distracting. But then they behaved in a way like, like uh, okay, so your feelings got hurt at some point. Scooter, they did. My feelings were not returned. But I was also mostly, I was just processing my feelings, not sharing them. Stan, you really, I'm so proud of you. Scooter, so I started ticker taping when I, my feelings, well, for like, uh, you know, the other stuff we did with like, uh, when I, when, when my first crush and my second crush. Yeah. So you were writing like love poetry or something. Well, no, it was more, you know, yeah, it's processing. And then somebody said, like, I was trying to meet, again, have these councils of peace or whatever. And one time I just started shooting out ticker tape. Uh, and someone was like, what is it? They were all mesmerized by it. Like, because, you know, the wind was blowing. I was very, you know, it was shooting out like an out-of-control uh, receipt printer. And I saw they were like that. Uh, and someone said, the most beautiful thing I've ever seen and I thought, that's what I was thinking about this wheeled-based being that I was attracted to. And, I mean, so I printed that out, uh, and I gave it to them, and everyone was stunned in their face scooter. They were like, even though it was like, again, I know it wasn't meaning those exact words, right? I was saying, I see something special in you. And that's the words I could put to it when I was, like, uh, just expressing myself via ticker tape. Okay, so you're—it didn't advance your—you don't have a relationship with them, but it made them feel special and good to be—to to experiencing your seeing them as some, something special. Scooter, yeah, and they were the leader of one of the other uh, groups— and then everyone started clamoring. Now, luckily, my processors were all firing, and I realized, oh, well, oh, oh, also it started raining. So it didn't all happen at once, Scooter, but I realized, oh, that deteriorated. The ticker tape doesn't last in the rain. And eventually I stumbled upon this idea, sashes for peace, and I had started giving out sashes to everyone. And I learned that it only works if it's real. And, and then I started having to work so I could process enough uh, raw materials to keep printing sashes. And then I had to manufacture a sash with sash printers and then, you know, sash uh, raw material creators. Also, I can't leave this tower or anything, Scooter. So I can't. So I had to. Anyway, it, it hasn't been great. And um, eventually... If as long as I keep printing out the sashes and seeing people, and I have to interview them, well, now I have them fill out stuff, and then, and then so I can just process it and be ready for them. Stan, your processing power is always impressive. Thanks, Scooter. But so, but we're almost out of sat raw materials for sashes. I feel like something about this area. Like, the people, they just don't seem to be doing good. Even with their sashes and feeling seen, it only lasts a while. Then I have to give them a new sash. And it just seems like this is some sort of some sort of uh, scooter. Go ahead. It's like a stopgap measure or something. Correct, scooter. So I don't know what to do next. Uh, 
Okay, so maybe we have to. Did you have you? What happened next for you? Because even while you're making these sashes, what else have you tried? Because I know you stand. Scooter, you're right. So I tried to come up with something better than sashes, like, but everything was resource intensive. So we tried trophies. They didn't work. Uh, small awards. Uh, I tried digital rewards. I tried skywriting with lasers at night. Uh, I tried uh, giving out, you know, speeches, uh, like, a, uh, I tried not giving out award, but they're very short. Uh, they don't have a lot of patience on this planet, Scooter. Okay. Do you think anybody knows that things aren't, like, that That this isn't a sustainable way of life? Uh, Scooter, no. And I don't think this is a, there's something about this area. I mean, I'm stuck in this tower. So, of course, now everybody on the whole planet, I think, lives nearby, which is making it harder. But when we come up here, look at this is the top of the tower scooter. Look, there's like not that far in the distance. See all that? There's those mountains and uh, oh, yeah, that's like a I don't know if that's a riparian area. It seems to be a watershed. Yeah. And this area is kind of dried out and, uh, and scooter. They won't go there. OK. So, huh? So, um, have you tried telling them they're not allowed to go there, or that they are, or challenging them? Scooter, I did. We're we're right in sync, Scooter. At first, I said if anybody wants a bigger sash, uh, they could go explore that area, but they said, "Oh no, 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 we don't go there." So then I started giving out sashes for. Uh, I said, no one can go there if you want a sash. But that actually, they said, okay, I want I want my sash now. Okay. So they don't want to wait. Uh, they don't want to go into the area that seems to be where they would flourish. They have wheels. I think that's more of a distraction for me. You know what, Sam, the one thing I listened to, one of the things I heard in your story, other than it sounds like you kind of had, you asked someone out and they didn't reciprocate and it sounded like you were dealing with it pretty good. Scooter, it didn't go, it didn't go, like, uh, I just had to process all my feelings. It, it, uh, I cried. Okay. Did you make that face you make where your face, like, you feel like your face says everything and you hope that the other person can't see it? Scooter, I did. Scooter, I did. I think uh, it's like blushing uh, if you were injected with something you don't like to eat. That's it, Stan. So, Scooter, yeah. Okay, well, the one thing other than that that stuck out to me was that when, like, the wind, like, there was something else about the sash, right, that uh, initially, in the sashes I'm looking around, and that's part of their wheeling, is, like, the billowing of the sashes, Okay, Scooter, what are you getting at? Well, I'm just thinking if if uh, they're impatient, uh, we have maybe we need to be patient and just accept. So, what if we um, start putting up uh, like not like because you're going to run out of sash material. So this is we do have to do some. So put some giant sashes in the forest uh, where they're going to blow. And maybe they accentuate, I'm going to have to trust you on this, your, your, you know, your power and processing power. 
And I'm pretty sure you'll be able to do it faster than you even think. Uh, and like maybe entice it more, like maybe put some sounds and, um, I don't know what other natural beings there are since, uh, and let's, uh, Scooter, I'm doing it. Yeah, I see those, see, uh, your, your power, some, something's going on with you, Stan. Scooter, I'm, uh, trying to fix things here. So yeah, put some deeper, deeper in the forest, um, like kind of like a weenie for a ride, like at a theme park. And, um, and okay. And now start to put out the message, uh, when you meet with your people and let's see what we're going to do. I don't know. Um, so nobody's moving towards those. Okay. So then when, yeah, when you have your meetings with maybe start to ask, you have a way to communicate with everybody. Scooter, I do, because that's how I uh, get, get everything ready. And there's going to be another, I'm supposed to do another sash presentation. Everybody watches that, everybody too. Okay, so huh, I think what we got to do is um, we got to get you out of this tower, Stan. Um, Scooter, I can't leave. Okay, you can't leave. But we got to get you out of the tower. We got to get the people out of the town. And... Uh, I think you can, you can't physically leave, huh? Okay, so here's the thing, Stan. I'm going to leave. I'm going to go deep in the forest and follow the sashes. Scooter, don't I? Because I need your help. And you'll have to, like, you'll have to figure out a way to get out of the tower yourself. Uh, and then we also probably have to, like, if if you get out of the tower, we have to launch the tower like, uh, so if you could try to figure out, uh, a way to launch the tower, but with, not with you in it, uh, Scooter, you do, Scooter, I, I did, I started, okay. And then start a countdown. Scooter, why am I listening to you? I don't know. I'm not like, I think because you know, it, it's part of the plan. Scooter, I don't want, so I'm going to, Scooter, I don't, Scooter, the, the tower is going to launch, uh, Okay, so how you got a little bit of time though, right? Because I got to leave, and uh, you'll join me, Scooter. I will. Uh, okay, yeah, because I don't want to be. I want to hang out with you, Scooter, and I want to hang out with you, Stan. I'm sure you'll figure it out. I know you can't leave the tower, and we also have to get this tower off the planet uh, without you in it or any of the, uh, the, the Brannians. So I'll see you later. These, I love these, uh, these, uh, floating sashes, uh, Scooter, you could stay though. You're not going to really leave. You're just using this as a technique. Kind of. Um, I think you have to leave too. Cause Stan, I think the only thing holding you back is, uh, Scooter, you're right. Uh, Okay, so that'll get us to leave. Uh, yeah, you're right, Scooter. Okay, so maybe. So, so am I supposed to just say, well, that I, I what, like, uh, yeah, you're just supposed to let go, Stan. We can always come back to this planet, uh, especially after we get the tower ba ba back on. So this isn't like you're never to return. You probably won't. Uh, it's probably a no. 
is it scooter that's we yeah but like uh let's just see what's out there then you also we have to get everybody outside of the tower and into the woods but i think getting the tower yeah okay scooter so let's go down well hey everybody stand here this is scooter he's he's from earth uh say hi to everybody scooter hey everybody hey yeah i'm scooter and Scooter, everybody, I banned, you know, I, I've uh, I've banned everybody from going deep into the woods. Uh, and I've been thinking a lot about that and all of the sashes everybody needs. And uh, I banned Scooter from wearing sashes uh, because I, I started to look at all the algorithms, and I thought, like, I don't know if anybody else notices these things about Scooter, but there was just not enough to say. There was, he was too much for one sash. He's a one person. I mean, I think a lot of people are like that, maybe. I don't know if anybody else feels that way. He can't be summed up in one sash. You know, best friend ever. Uh most likely to, conf- most conf- you know, he's got so many things that couldn't go on one sash. Uh, so I told him he'd have no sashes. Like, he's gone, be- he's beyond the sash. I uh, banned him from ever wearing a sash ever. And I don't know, does anybody else feel like that? That, that It's like, well, I, you know, I feel this. I, you know, I, I'd like to, uh, uh, Stan, excuse me, is someone who's beyond, you know, I, I think I'm beyond this, too. You know, I heard about this place deep in this uh, woods there. Those, like, those sashes uh, are calling me. And I know you've banned me not to go, Stan. But once upon a time, I heard that you could go, there was reflective water deep in that woods, and you could look in the water and see yourself as you really are. And I want to see if I could see what I, what you say you see in me. I don't know if I can. I may have to ban myself from seeing what I see, you know. But I see a lot of these sashes around. And I wonder what it would be look like, look feel like, uh, if you really feel like you're not you're not just the greatest smiler in the land, but you are the greatest smiler in the land, and you're pretty excellent at tying tying your. Uh, your pants or whatever those are above your uh, wheels. Oh, that is a girdle. It might maybe in um, you know, maybe looking at the reflect. I don't know, but you know, we're banned from going there. But I'm going because I I want to feel. I don't know. There's something in me. I don't know if anybody else can relate that says if I see that, uh, and I really see it. Uh, you know what I see it in all of you is weird too. Like uh, I feel something in me stirring when I see the how great all of you are. You probably be faster than me with your wheels anyway, because I can't imagine what it'd be like to be there and be the first person there, but then be able to share it with everybody else. Uh, oh, Stan, scooter it worked. They're all gone. It did work, Stan. Um, Worked by us working together. Uh, Scooter, so the tower's going to launch in a few minutes, so we should go. Yeah, we should walk together, Stan. Um, Scooter, I could just walk right out of the tower. Yeah, I think you just had to, well, that uh, wheeled base being left, too. 
Yes, Scooter, can we go and look in the water? I don't think we're going to be able to, Stan. Something is happening, but it's not happening to our friendship or to our ability to be friends and work together. So we'll be back together soon. Scooter, there goes the tower launching. Yeah, pretty sure that tower is like, uh, as soon as it leaves the atmosphere, we'll both be deep asleep again. Scooter, what do you mean? You, like, I'll see you again soon, Stan. Scooter, are you saying... No, no, I'm not saying anything like that. This isn't metaphorical. I'll literally see you again, and it'll feel like we never left. Well, you'll be waiting for... You keep waiting for me, Stan. But remember, we can always come back here and see. It's like letting go and seeing... No, maybe you should go in the woods and see your reflection as you walk off. Uh, hey, pen pal, Stan's, don't worry, Stan, I'm right behind you. So I think we got this planet. I think we got the delusion off this planet. And uh, more than that, uh, met wheel-based beings, uh, pen pal. I think that's the first time I met an organic wheel-based being. I was afraid to look because I was afraid I would stare. So I'm still, now my brain is like, why didn't you look more? Like, what is the, like, what is it? And I said, sorry, brain. So things are fading, pen pal. I think I'm going to be back in, in, inside Stan, inside a ship, inside my bunk soon. But I'll keep messaging you. And I know between Stan and I, uh, we'll figure this out. There's only, there can only be so much delusion in the universe, pen pal. We'll get to the end of it soon. And then I'll come see you. Uh, good night.